0: Hello and welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast, I'm your host Doug Krish, good day to you. On the Weather of the Mind podcast, we're trying to bring you practical approaches to emotional health. We all need some practical approaches to dealing with these emotions that are such a strong part of who we are. So we've been talking about biography in this season too. And I want to continue my summation remarks or brainstorms or questions about biographies. But I want to pose something to you, the listener... Can you tell me, and feel free to shoot me an email, weatherofthemind at gmail.com, or you can go to the website, weatherofthemind.org, and send uh, send a message from there. I have a question for you, and that is, what biographies guide you, inspire you, or ground you? Are there any biographies? And these can be stories of parents or uncles or ancestors. These can be any story. It could even be a fictional story. I've heard from some people that have told me a lot about superhero movies and how these can provide a lot of um, powerful biography uh, with a lot of important messages about coming to terms with and overcoming your inborn challenges. And I'm going to talk about superhero movies a bit today. So as I continue this continued reflection on biography, it really is pointing towards the importance of story. Humans understand things really well in the form of stories. And we don't teach in the form of stories enough. Think about how we teach history. History might be the grand story. And it should be taught as the grand story. In which we are taking part in one of the chapters of this history. And we have the ability to understand many, many, many of the chapters that have preceded us. And it really is this ongoing story. Just like our lives are... A series of days and today at this day in your life it's just a series of days since you were a 20 year old since you were a child it's just one day after another each day connected to the one before but as part of a changing world and a changing landscape history is the same way but it's one great story and in a time of isolation, in a time of general isolation and prevalent anxiety or depression related to that isolation, it's important that we can find ways to link ourselves, to connect ourselves. And I believe that through story, we can connect through history. We can connect more to our family's history as well. And we can connect through stories to just the human story the human life, the the blank canvas of our lives, which is truly our most basic I said last week, our most basic currency. It is our most basic artwork. It is our most basic It's our lives is us and it is also what we have to play with and what we have to use. Um the life. The story but, but so many of us are losing days and weeks and months to anxiety and depression. So we're trying to brainstorm tools, mental tools, emotional health tools that can help us frame our lives, and understand our lives in ways that can be healthier, that can allow us to be stronger and more enjoyable and more positive. My life be like... We're, talking, we're thinking about stories and how that relates to a history curriculum. I remember just being, I love history so much now, but in high school I was force-fed days, dates and dates for memorization and just force-fed way too much information too quickly. And the stories, the general stories and the trends of stories and the ebbs and flows of history were completely lost. So what is the point of teaching history this way? English. Do we teach English as part of a story? What is the point of English, and how does this, this exploration evolve? Perhaps even math. You want to read a great math book? Read a book called The Golden Ratio. This is basically the story of math. And how differently students might approach math if they were first, or at some point in their careers of studying math, introduced to the story of math, this ongoing human project, this ongoing human language. So certainly, certainly if we are going to try to build an emotional health curriculum, and that is one of the projects, one of the, the subtexts of this podcast is how do we build this emotional health curriculum? A lot of us has got, have gone to therapy, and in therapy learned about story and coming to terms with your own story. We learn in therapy how to how to manage our anxiety or our depressions, but we have to not sell this therapy to 25 and 35 and 55 and 65 years old people, we have to realize this is so universal, so important, that we need to be teaching this to youngsters, teaching this in the families and teaching this in the schools. Just the importance of your story, embracing your challenges, keep on growing, keep on learning. I was sitting on my porch with a friend this week and having a a brainstorm type of conversation maybe a little bit of co-therapy where we just kind of digest our our last week or week and a half since we've hung out and and just see what's going on and make sure we're at a good place you know we kind of as you take time and digest life sometimes we have these good friends who allow us to digest together and it's very I say co-therapy, it is similar to the therapy experience, but it's more of a barter. I don't want to seem like I'm speaking down or in a derogatory way towards therapy, but I do want to make a few points. Therapy has its role and it has its place, and a really important role and its really important place. But we must learn co-therapy. We must learn how to do this skill with those we care about A lot of the skills are not exclusive to therapy and can be engaged and explored if we understand what we're looking for and and something that humans have done for millennia. And that is sit down and talk and and just digest life. So I was digesting life with this friend and and basically she was hung up on some things that happened in her life uh, about a half year ago. And it was clear to me because I was outside of her emotions. It was clear to me that she was really just the story. Her story was just was clogged up. She was having maybe a mixture of different stories of how she was telling the incidents from a few months ago in her mind. Some decisions she made that offended some friend. The usual human situations. And it was clear to me to say, you know, to remind her that hey, I have a good assignment for you this week. Take this situation and, and, and really decide you have to write down. You have to come to peace with the story of that time. You have to, you have to write that story and, and create some cohesion and kind of sew it together. It's almost like patching a rip in a pair of pants. We have to sew it together. And that does not mean ignoring any aspects. It means just coordinating into a story. Perhaps, perhaps you did not behave the best way you could have. You did not make the best decisions you could have. But even that's part of the story and forgiving ourselves or understanding why we made those decisions, understanding maybe those were the best decisions we could make at that time, even if it offended one of our friends. So there's an element of digestion and self-forgiveness in exploring our own story. And it's a very important part because Why let stories from the past completely distract us emotionally from today? If they're distracting us, they need our attention, like a crying child. Let's give him, let's make the time for that attention, but then come to peace with it. And just forgive ourselves or accept ourselves and and, and move forward with that chapter. So there's some really important things to think about with stories and our stories and reflect upon our stories and a bit of just kind of forming cohesion. And when there's not cohesion, that's usually a red flag, that's usually a rip in our pants that needs our attention. And just like that little rip in our pants, if we don't tend to it, it's just going to rip and rip and rip further until the whole pair of pants is destroyed. And that's where this metaphor is also destroyed. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> excited about some future directions this podcast and i just want to share a few brainstorms with you in our remaining time today now i'm a huge sports guy and i'd like to bring more sports in this podcast because that's just how i grew up and and how i oriented a lot of my free time and a lot of my passion just playing sports from baseball to football to track and field these sports playing stickball Day in, day out. Going to play tennis as, as 12 and 13 year olds. You know, just biking everywhere and playing sports. And then, and then following sports and following the box scores. The baseball season is certainly one of the narratives that orients my year. The sports season. The football season. I am a sports guy. I'm probably I'm also a music guy and a history guy and a lifelong learning guy. But one thing I'm not is a big comic book and superhero guy. But I'm being turned on to these things recently. And part of it is wondering how these can play into an emotional health curriculum. Because these superheroes, they they have a devotion to the common good, almost a spiritual calling. And they've also endured, this is part of the general storyline, they've also endured some sort of tragedy at a young age, some sort of affliction, a deafness, a blindness, an injury. And this seems like a tragedy, but this tragedy is transformed over time to become part of the the blessing. Every tragedy has its strength. Every yin has its yang. Every light has its shadow. And with these superheroes, we see that, and embracing and an embracing of their story and their their fate, their character. So I'm looking to do some movie reviews. So another question to listeners today. If there are some superhero movies that you recommend that we should listen to on the podcast and evaluate or explore as powerful stories and great teachers and the kind of Stories that can play well in an emotional health health curriculum and help teach 9-year-olds and 10-year-olds and 20- and 25-year-olds about life and about learning, about growing, and about embracing all of their strengths and weaknesses. Let me know. Let me know what you think. And finally, I want to mention two books that I've been spending some time with that that look to perhaps be uh, course material books for season three. And one is called The Story of Philosophy by Will Durant. And this is a, again, trying to put philosophy, this core exploration of what is life all about and what is a good life, these core philosophy questions, into a historical story. And This book, which came out in 1927, is a classic unto itself and has been wonderfully mind-expanding. So I'm thinking about theming some episodes off of this in the coming season as we continue to explore practical philosophy and emotional education. The second book is called An Ocean of Air by Gabrielle Walker, and this is a more recent book, subtitled Why the Wind Blows and Other Mysteries of the Atmosphere. This book explores the understanding of air and the movement of weather patterns and the atmosphere. And I think there is a great opportunity for learning weather and how weather moves. The title of this podcast is The Weather of the the Minds and trying to understand the complexity of the ebbs and flows of many aspects of our lives, including our emotional lives, our mental lives, our spiritual lives so stories stories how do stories play a role in our lives how do stories help us our own stories that we tell ourselves about our own life our stories we tell ourselves about our parents and our family life and our how about the stories you tell about our workplaces how are these stories serving us? And how do these smaller stories relate to the larger stories—the stories of biography, the biographies we get through superheroes, fictional biographies, the stories we get through reading about Thoreau and his life, and about Emma Goldman in her life, and about Toni Morrison in her life. You know, if we if we explore biographies, and we and we spend time. Seeing the ebbs and flows and the learning process in these biographies, can that affect our understanding and our use of stories? And also, how can we as educators, whether it's parents or uncles or aunts or school teachers or managers, how can we understand the importance of stories? And can we tie more lessons to stories? That seems like a, an ample brainstorm for today. I wish you the best. Keep living and learning. Stay hydrated. Cook yourself a nice meal. Be well. Bye-bye.